0: Welcome everybody to Book of bottom regular edition
1: classic edition classic see i've got my big new for my office oh it's so big and round and bulbous but it's very popular on the internet and i thought well if i'm going to go fancy for the office i might as well see how it works at home big and bulbous is popular
0: on the internet fancy that eh
1: patience did i ever tell you about the neighbor that cursed brad cursed brad that put a curse on brad and me and our house you must feel very fortunate we were always so nice to this neighbor but nobody in the neighborhood liked him. On the very last day he came up to Brad and he said I put a curse on you and your house. Jesus Christ. He said you will never have a day of happiness in that house because only an asshole would hire asshole movers who would keep blocking my driveway. Wasn't Brad's fault. Brad looked at him and said, it was really nice living next to you too, Rick. And so then Brad and I moved to this house and we have nothing but rat problems, skunk problems, pantry moth problems, erosion problems, house leaks. It's like the money pit that never ends. It's like the most desperately sad place I've ever lived. We did run into a neighbor shortly after. They're like, who did this? And we said, Rick. And they're like, you mean Lee, who lives next to you? And we're like, oh my God, we've been calling him Rick all these years. <laughs> no wonder he hated him. earlier i said hey i'm on the beach with the dogs i almost ran into your old friend rick and brad said you should go up to him and say that you put a curse on him but i was like chickening out then as i was driving away i thought like what kind of story would this be if i just drove away right so i turned the car around well done and i pulled up next to them and i said hey i thought i saw you on the beach and at this point they're starting to recognize me and i looked at rick and i didn't Say his name because I was going to say Rick. <laughs> but I said, Hey, I heard that you cursed my husband and my new home on the last day he was here. I just wanted to pull up and return the fuck you. You were miserable to live next to. And then I just drove away. That's fantastic.
0: And were you wearing your new boots when you did this? No, I didn't have them yet.
1: So I was talking to the chat bot earlier.
0: Ah, oh, you were? Did Did you ask ChatGPT what a garment in the fire means? No. Because Smitty uses it today in the most inappropriate way.
2: I know you're not challenging me to find a more inappropriate way to use it. Oh, please. But nonetheless, I feel like I've been challenged.
0: You have been challenged.
2: We'll have to see how it goes.
0: I like it. Which one are we doing? It's Mosiah 12. Brother Ben, do you have the church's little preview that they do for the chapter?
2: Yes, I'm right on churchofjesuschrist.org.
0: All right, Brother Ben, would you be able to read us the intro since Jones isn't here in your big manly voice? Then you can take the first three verses.
2: Mosiah chapter 12. Abinadi is imprisoned for prophesying the destruction of the people and the death of King Noah. The false priests quote the scriptures and pretend <laughs> to keep the law of Moses. Abinadi begins to teach them the Ten Commandments about 1826 A.D. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, 148 B.C.
0: Oh, I thought we were in trouble there for a t- <laughs> <laughs>
2: Verse 1. And it came to pass that after a space of two years, that Abinadi came to them in disguise, that they knew him not, and began to prophesy among them, saying, Thus hath the Lord commanded me, saying, Abinadi, go and prophesy unto this, my people, for they have hardened their hearts against my words. They have repented not of their evil doings. Therefore I will visit them in my anger. Yay! Yay! fierce anger will I visit them and in their iniquities and abominations.
0: Oh, my God. He loves the word iniquities, but you know what he really loves? He loves dressing up in disguise, doesn't he? <laughs> Remember in Nephi, he dressed up as Laban after he'd just killed him? I'm not Nephi.
2: I'm Laban and totally not dead. <laughs> Look, head still attached.
0: This is not his blood all over his clothes when I chopped off his head. This
1: is uh, Nephi's blood. Hey, this was stealthy shit back in the day all right like people didn't invent glasses yet they were probably all wearing all kinds of animal skins so to dress up like somebody else was like cutting edge CIA shit (laughs) from 148 BC.
0: I can almost bet that before we get to the end of the Book of Mormon there will be another case of disguise am I right Brother Ben can you remember?
2: I would be shocked if you're wrong but (laughs) I don't really know.
1: It's like saying somebody's gonna have a coma during a soap opera. Mm.
2: It's not not quite as obvious as that there will be
1: and it came to pass again. Right. It's not quite as sure as that. No. But if you watch a soap opera, somebody's going to get amnesia and somebody's going to have a coma at some point during that soap opera. It's inevitable.
2: And that's just because they go on vacation and they don't want to hire one of those like substitute actors. <laughs> right. <laughs> the role of Dr. Drink Ramore will be played by this random guy.
0: <laughs> that's right. I remember my mom was watching Days of Our Lives once and it was one of those episodes where where the actress playing Brooke changed. I had quite the hots for the previous actress, but the new one, oh, <laughs> anyway, I didn't care. It was days of our lives. The other thing is I reckon that Smitty really did like dressing up in real life because remember Mary Whitmore apparently had some old guy show her some golden plates.
1: I kind of remember it.
0: My theory was maybe... Smitty got his dad to like go and trick Mary Whitmore, but I'm just kind of thinking maybe Smitty did it himself. He seems to like the disguise thing, so he wanted to try his prop out. Oh, that sounds like a euphemism. Well, he saw tried his prop out an awful lot. Anyway, carry on, Benjamin. First two. I digress.
2: Yes. <laughs> I also digressed into looking up that Mary Whitmore story.
1: Oh, God. But I'm
2: finding my way back to the tab. <laughs> pursue
1: Yay! Yay! Whoa! Whoa. (laughs) the
2: end of this generation and the lord said unto me stretch forth thy hand and prophesy saying thus saith the lord it shall come to pass that this generation because of their iniquities shall be brought into bondage
1: Bondage. oh sexy bondage not that kind of
0: bondage (laughs) and shall be
2: spitting on the cheek
0: which cheek i wonder
2: i was just about to wonder that myself
0: left right face buttocks (laughs) And
2: shall be driven by men And shall be slain And the vultures of the air And the dogs, yea, and the wild beasts Shall devour their flesh Okay And it shall come to pass That the life of King Noah Shall be valued even as a garment In a hot furnace For he shall know that I am the Lord
1: This is a riddle Finally wrong answers Because it's mithril And in order to make mithril You've got to put it through a hot furnace Mithril? Yeah, like, you know, magical
2: Elfin. I don't know if I like you mixing up the mythologies like that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: He's trying to say that Noah shall be valued as low as a garment in a hot furnace. Hmm. It's not a good thing, so it can't be mithril. No.
0: So how do you value a garment in a hot
1: furnace? You don't. It has no value because it's on fire. (gasps) Or you value it more because now it's dry.
2: Like the Seinfeld.
0: (laughs) Like the Seinfeld. But it burnt Kramer's clothes too, though. He put it in that pizza oven or whatever it was.
2: His shirt looked okay, but his jacket was pretty uh, burnt up.
0: He looked pretty crispy, didn't he? When you prophesy, God tells him, stretch forth thy hand. Why is he stretching forth his hand? What has that got to do with anything? It's smitty filler. In my notes, that's what I've started calling
1: it, smitty filler. The proper term is ziff. That's right. It's just (laughs) ziff. Just like all those little pieces of pocket lint and like loose change. She just throws it in there. I like it. All right, we'll move along then. And it shall come to pass that I will smite this, my people, with sore affliction. Yea, with famine and with pestilence. And I will cause that they shall howl all the day long. Yea. And I will cause that they shall have burdens lashed upon their backs and they shall be driven before like a dumb ass.
0: Dumb ass. What are they, asses or werewolves? I'm not sure.
1: And it shall come to pass that I will send forth hail among them and it shall smite them. Ouch. And they shall also be smitten with the east wind and insects shall pester their land also and devour their grain. Now, this is great given my intro story about the fact that my husband and I were cursed and we were cursed with skunks. Mm. We were cursed with dead rats and then the insects, which were the pantry moths. And then the skunks again. And then I ended up getting a job.
0: You've been cursed with a job. Oh. We've been cursed. Isn't that just... I know. It feels so bad, and yet you get money for it so you can keep living in this land of
1: pestilence. And I'm selling my time to the devil because money is the root of all evil. I disagree. You sell your time to someone else.
0: You do sell your time, that's true. It's not the root of all evil,
1: though. So that you can fix up a house that was cursed by your neighbor. I mean, what does that teach you about being a good neighbor to people?
0: Nothing like what they taught you on Sesame
1: Street right? Nobody curses anybody on Sesame Street. Uh. (laughs) Verse seven.
0: And they shall be smitten with a great pestilence. And all this will I do because of their iniquities and their abominations. And it shall come to pass that except they repent, I will utterly destroy them. From off the face of the earth.
1: I mean, well then what choice do they have? It's like okay then I'll do what you're asking.
0: Mean what you say, God, or don't say it at all. Like just fucking decide what you're gonna do and stop writing all of this horseshit. We're bored. Kill me or not.
1: Oh I know, at a certain point. But preferably not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yet They shall leave a record behind them. Oh, yes. This record that we're reading right now. And I will preserve them for other nations which shall possess the land. Oh, is that you, Smitty, and the Americans? Yea, even this will I do that I may discover the abominations of this people to other nations. How do you discover the abominations of this people to other nations. That's not written right, is it? Do you think that's good English?
2: It's not good English now. Don't understand if it'd be considered good English in 1826 or 148 BC.
0: And I think that's what he was betting on. He knew that nobody knew how the old English should be spoken, so he could just say it however he wanted.
1: And remember when people read, the skim.
0: Some people skim, Gigi. Some people are incapable of it. I think most Mormons are very capable of it. Otherwise, they wouldn't get through the Book of Mormon. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Like, there's only so much my brain can remember of this storyline.
0: I'll agree with you on that. Even if you're reading it correctly, every word, it's the way it's written. It doesn't bind to your neurons. It's really weird. And many things did Abinadi.
1: Abinadi.
0: Abinadi.
1: I know. After a while, it doesn't look right. <laughs>
0: prophesy against this people, and it came to pass that they were angry with him, and they took him and carried him bound before the king in the sexiest way and said unto the king behold we have brought a man before thee who has prophesied sexy evil concerning thy people and saith that god will destroy them in the bedroom
1: this isn't like a fortune cookie
0: (laughs) i may have embellished some words but trust me that was much better than what was really there i know all right brother ben go for it
2: Verse 10. And also he prophesieth evil concerning thy life, and sayest that thy life shall be as a garment
0: in a furnace furnace of fire. fire. (laughs) What the hell? All right, we finally come to your
1: second chance to tell us. What is a garment in a furnace? What is a garment in a furnace of fire, Brother Ben? All I know is you've got a furnace of
2: fire and I want to put my garment inside it. (laughs)
1: no 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 no. keep your furnace of fire out of my garments and my magical panties
0: Journal of Book of Mormon Studies, Volume 6, Number 1, As a Garment in a Hot Furnace by John A. Tvetnus, Foundation for Ancient Research and Mormon Studies. It's got the nice BYU logo at the top left. They're actually talking about this like it's a real ancient manuscript they're taking it seriously and my god it's just too silly anyway what they're suggesting here is that this was a simile curse which is supposedly some kind of semitic thing but if you read through it they realize oh actually this particular curse doesn't really have any exact correlations with anything in the bible so i don't know why they're still suggesting that maybe it is and And apparently King Noah's end is that he gets thrown into a furnace or something and killed. But he has other similes that get used about how he will be punished that don't involve fire. What about the dry stalk in a field that gets trampled? What about the dry dandelion bud that gets blown into the wind? This has got nothing to do with fire. So if one is a simile curse, what are the others? False prophecies?
2: Unfulfilled simile curses.
0: (laughs) Unfulfilled simile curses.
2: And lo, we spent an hour arguing about what the fuck that meant. That's right. Uh, And there were hard feelings. (laughs) (laughs) and again he saith that thou shalt be as a stalk even as a dry stalk of the field which is run over by the beasts and trodden underfoot and again Again? and yet another mixed metaphor he saith thou shalt be as the blossoms of a thistle (laughs) which when it is fully ripe if the wind bloweth it is driven forth upon the face of the land on my face and he pretendeth that the lord hath spoken it and he saith all this shall come upon thee except thou repent and this because because of thine
1: iniquities. iniquities.
0: Oh, I was looking forward to it coming upon me, Brother Ben. It's cool with
1: me. Is it my turn? Yes. Is it okay? Thirteen. And now, O king, what great evil hast thou done? Or what great sins have thy people committed? Somebody's going to have to clean up this mess, that we (laughs) should be condemned of God or judged of this man. And now, O king, behold, we are guiltless. And thou, O king, hast not sinned. Therefore, this man has lied concerning you, and he has prophesied in vain. And behold, we are strong. We shall not come into bondage. Uh. I know. Or be taken captive by our enemies. Yay! Yay! And thou hast prospered in the land, and thou shalt also prosper.
0: Yeah, that was pretty boring, wasn't it? Uh, Yeah. That's what Smitty mostly is. He's got resting, boring face.
1: Oh, it's so bad.
0: Verse 16. Behold, here is the man. We deliver him into thy hands all thou mayest do with him as seemeth thee good. Well, just as long as it seems good to both of you now, okay? And it came to pass that King Noah had his way with Abinadi. No, 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 it doesn't say that. Noah caused that Abinadi should be cast into prison and he commanded that the priests should gather themselves together that he might hold a council with them what he should do with him. That's weird. (laughs) Is that missing a word?
2: At least one.
0: It's a few words short of a sentence, that's what it is, just like Smitty.
1: I know, not well written. And it came
0: to pass that patients did read another portion of this horse shit, that they said unto the king, Bring him hither, that we may question him. And the king commanded that he should be brought before them. Ah, thanks for fleshing that out, Smitty, with your (laughs) ziff. Verse
2: 19, And they began to question him, that they might have wherewith to accuse him. But he answered them boldly, and withstood all their questions, yea, to their astonishment. For he did withstand them in all their questions, and did confound them in all their words. For he diddeth taketh the fifth amendment. <laughs> yes, And it came to pass, and one of them said unto him, Meaneth the words that are written, and which have been taught by our fathers, saying, How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him that bringeth good tidings, that publisheth good tidings of good. As opposed to good tidings of bad, <laughs> publisheth <laughs> salvation unto Ziff Zion, thy God reigneth.
0: <laughs>
2: that is just the shittiest sentence. It's not over, by the way.
0: No, your reading's over.
1: That is still
0: in mid sentence. Oh, God.
1: Okay, so I'm at 22. Thy watchmen shall lift up the voice, with the voice together shall they sing. For they shall see eye to eye, when the Lord shall bring again Zion. Break forth into joy, sing together ye waste places of Jerusalem. For the Lord hath comforted his people, he hath redeemed Jerusalem. This person cannot finish the sentence, oh my God. The Lord hath made bare his holy arm with no tattoos. In the eyes of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. Question mark. I mean, I thought he was making a sentence there, not a query. Yeah, I didn't see it ending that way.
0: And now Abinadi said unto them, Are you priests and pretend to teach this people and to understand the spirit of prophesying? What's the difference between the spirit of prophesying and the actual prophesying?
1: it should at the very least say understand the spirit of prophecy i mean that would have fixed a lot of things (laughs) just there and now if i wanted to tighten up that sentence a bit more i'd take an axe to it (laughs) if we
0: want to tighten it up a bit more we just start again
1: (laughs) i would fire it up with the garments on fire and burn it to the ground before i redrafted it are you priests and pretend
0: to teach these people and to understand the spirit of prophesying and yet desire to know of me what these things mean i say answer you. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Be unto you for perverting the ways of the Lord. For if ye understood these things, ye have not taught them. Therefore, ye have perverted the ways of the Lord. How do you pervert the ways of the
1: Lord if the Lord doesn't want to be perverted?
0: He's the most unpervertible thing on the
1: universe. I don't know how that works. (laughs) Agree to disagree. Yeah, I guess anybody that's read the Bible knows what perversion is. (laughs) That's right. All right, carry on. (laughs)
0: ye have not applied your hearts to understanding therefore ye have not been wise Therefore, what teach ye this people?
2: And they said, we teach the law of Moses.
0: Bullshit.
2: Which coincidentally was written down for the first time 200 years after these people supposedly left Jerusalem.
0: Yes. I don't think they actually have a copy of the law amongst any of those ancient plates. He has a whole copy of Isaiah almost, but not the actual law. If
2: I remember the mythology correctly, the brass plates were in the giant room with the breastplates and the balls of gold. In the ancient sex toys. I don't know what all was in there, but... That's
0: right. The metal engraved porn.
2: It was actually like relief, so you just kind of felt it with your hands. (laughs) It
0: was braille porn. (laughs) Scholarly
2: consensus is that most of the law of Moses was written down in like 400 BC. Lehi and Nephi left Jerusalem in 600. Not that Joseph would have known that because I don't think anybody knew that at the time.
0: So I guess you could make an argument for the fact that that's why they didn't have a copy of the Torah, there with them, you even go. though they were Jews. That would mm. explain it. Ezra supposedly
2: wrote a lot of that down, and he was 530s BC, so after Lehi supposedly left.
0: Get all Ezra. Okay.
2: And they said, we teach the law of Moses and sacrifice copy copyboros. Uh, the regular, yeah. <laughs> And again, he said unto them, if you teach the law of Moses, why do you not keep it? Why do you set your hearts upon riches? Why do you commit whoredoms and spend your strength with harlots?
0: Because it's fun, yeah.
2: Yay, and cause this people <laughs> to commit sin that the Lord has caused me to send me to prophesy against this people even a great evil against this people know ye not that I speak the truth yay, yay! you know that I speak the truth and you want to tremble before God
1: I mean I think it's like a cheerleader like yay give me a D give me an E give me an A
2: give me a D that's right you're all dead
1: yay <laughs> he does this a lot where he has a question
0: and then answers it himself like he's mm-hmm, eliciting a response from the
1: people it's either a yay or a nay. Yeah, it's like a little bit of a socratic method it's
2: socratic masturbation
1: yeah it's not good socratic method
2: normally when you're doing that you're asking questions of other people and not just answering them
1: exactly
2: and i'm pretty sure that the bible said you weren't supposed to do socratic masturbation
1: And it shall come to pass that ye shall be smitten for your iniquities, for ye have said that ye teach the law of Moses. Uh Uh-uh. And what know ye concerning the law of Moses? Doth salvation come by the law of Moses? Doth? What say ye? (laughs) And they answered and said that salvation did come by the law of Moses. Oh no, there's an argument brewing here. But now Abinadi said unto them, I know if ye keep the commandments of God, ye shall be saved. Yea, if ye keep the commandments which the Lord delivered unto Moses in the Mount of Sinai, saying,
0: I am the Lord thy God, who hath brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage
1: not that kind of bondage
0: thou shalt have no other god before me thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything in heaven above or things which are in the earth beneath uh what about the moroni statue um i know that's fine we got special dispensation from god for that yeah you go brother ben all right give us a bang yeah bang us good brother ben <laughs> and with a bang
2: Now a did I said unto them Have ye done all this? I say unto you, nay Ye have not And have ye taught this people That they should do all these things Which I have not named? <laughs> That's right I say unto you, nay Ye have not
0: I say unto you, nay He says this all through the Book of Mormon And it just doesn't use that phrase anywhere In the entire King James Version And yet Smitty uses that particular language all the way through it. And he's claiming that's just the way God speaks. Bullshit. This is all you, Smitty. It has your grubby little hands all over it. You're eliciting responses from people and you're sucking them of their money, of their time alive on this earth and their enjoyment all for your subsistence.
1: And that makes me
0: fucking angry.
1: I mean, I feel like it was a very successful multi-level marketing scheme. (laughs) (laughs)
2: If it makes you feel any better, the church has lost something like $9 billion over the last few months.
1: Oh, lovely. I saw
0: something on Reddit the other day. Someone posted something from some pro-LDS page about when you're trying to explain to people that we don't want you to call us Mormons. If they're only a little bit stupid, then you can just explain it like this. Oh, I saw that. I
2: saw that too.
0: And if they're a little bit more stupid, you can explain it like
1: this. No, they call them if they have a case of the stupids. Right. As though it's a disease of the brain. As though he doesn't have a case of the
0: stupid. It's reductive and <laughs> offensive. We're huge. Here- we're all fucking stupid yes start with the name calling that's a great way to make an argument
1: start with offending your audience yeah
0: well thank you so much for lending your insights into this rather uninsightful chapter that smithy has written they're all uninsightful i really appreciate the intelligence you've brought to the void
1: I'm going to go put my garments in the fire. I should have saved mine. Yeah, we could have burned your garments in a fire together. We could have had, like, a whole party.
2: I would have sold them to fetishists or
1: something, but yeah, I hear what you're saying. Fancy
0: dress or something a little bit more exciting. The
1: only thing I have to say is, I think the women's underwear, that if you burn it, it just melts because it's really just mainly made of plastic. (laughs) It's like when
2: you put plastic in a campfire, it doesn't really
1: burn, it just shrinks. It's made of plastic and yeast infections. Yeah, it's, it's exactly what it is so
0: yeah welcome to mormonism that's the garments that should have been put in the fucking fire not whatever this simile curse is
1: oh whoever invented them (laughs) is probably in the celestial kingdom right now surrounded by women in nothing but garments uh
0: no doubt no doubt
1: Uh, all right i'm gonna let you guys go i'm going back to work now